0: what have we here
1: you a good cop hot shot (laughs) sure you are why you gotta be some kind of great cop
0: come in here all by yourself you
1: probably don't think i'm a very nice guy (laughs) do you buddy i think you're slime
0: See, I got this problem. (laughs) Cops don't like me,
1: so I don't like cops.
0: back to queer horror cult
1: yes welcome back we are still at it still going strong and that feels great mm-hmm. um that said uh you know like the last few episodes have been pretty heavy topic wise and so i kind of like to mix it up when we figure out what we're doing and uh, yet instead of doing something lighter we decided to keep right at our political bullshit so
0: yeah we were still firmly on that bullshit
1: still on that train and, uh, yeah, what are we talking about today? Cops. <laughs> That's about as neutrally as you can put it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh,
0: law enforcement? Is that even neutraler?
1: Thank you, Hank Hill. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, specifically, we decided to look at those movies where... Sort of like that sci-fi take on the police force. Like, how can we militarize it? How can we, what and I or believe,
0: privatize it?
1: Yeah. And what was the phrase you used? Like the whole like technocracy oh, the, the, the kind technocracy,
0: of thing. Technocracy, yeah. And just going in with um with Silicon Valley and their just uncritical complicity in promote you know who the race to who who can come up with the best surveillance state technology t- who can come up with the best you know facial recognition shit to mm-hmm. further sec- secure the borders mm-hmm. and just all of this stuff that you know we're you, you see so much in the news about like, oh my God, the Trump administration is doing what to people at the border but the and they can't build a wall. why would they do that? And then if you actually l- kind of look behind the curtain there, Silicon Valley is yeah this race to the bottom of who can, who can monetize fascism basically.
1: Damn yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not disagreeing with you just shit that is a very heavy way to put it. Yep. Um, as such in coming up with this topic, it took us a long time to compile a, a watch list because we realized as we got deeper into it, we sort of moved away from our usual horror things. Mm-hmm. So what you'll probably notice is this is more of an action movie. Episode, uh, cult with cult appeal, with some horror fan appeal. Yeah, this is this is
0: more queer genre cult, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> what we're
1: at today. One of them yeah. is very firmly in the cult classic category, um, in a very camp way.
0: I say at least one. Yeah, yeah. but
1: uh, nonetheless, we felt like this would be a good topic to kind of tackle. Mm-hmm. So uh, well, we,
0: yeah, especially with um, I don't know if you saw recently, but the. Calgary police posted on Twitter. So for those who aren't in Alberta or Edmonton and don't know, Calgary is I don't know, like a two and a half hour drive south of us. It's the other like big city in Alberta.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think they might even have a population slightly bigger than ours if you count the surrounding areas. I don't know. it's, It's another like super super sprawled city where I think I've heard it's the size of like all of the New York boroughs but with about a million people in it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's... Uh,
1: Alberta sure loves their urban sprawl.
0: Oh, God, yeah. I think Edmonton's bad. Um, so we're the capital city, but this is our... I don't know. Friendly
1: do rivals. Call. Friendly
0: rivals, sister city, whatever you want. Anyway, yeah. The other kind of big player in Alberta. Anyway, their police force posted a photo on Twitter of their fucking tank.
1: Oh my god.
0: Like, it's like a literal tank. And everyone I saw, I mean, I was so pleased to see the replies. They're like, this does not make me feel safer. If I saw this shit driving down my street, I would not fucking feel safe. No. Like, what are you thinking? Like, what the fuck is going on in Calgary that they need a fucking tank for? And what could that money have gone to that would actually promote community safety and well-being? So many things. So, yeah, that's fresh in my mind because that was just, I think, within the last month, maybe.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that feel, I feel like that's a good segue into the first movie we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. because, you know, if Calgary's doing their little bit of... Uh, like militarization. Yeah, let's thing. waggle our militarized penis at you all <laughs> in a dick-measuring contest over who can get the biggest, shiniest tank.
0: police batons.
1: Yeah. Um, 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 we watched RoboCop. Oh, yeah. Classic. 1987. Uh, if you haven't seen Robocop, what the fuck? Just watch it immediately.
0: Pause this. Go watch it. Come back.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you'd seen this before. I had. So, so had I. Um, I fucking love this movie. It's, it's it's great. It's a treasure. It's
0: fun. I like it.
1: Uh, you want to give a brief plot?
0: Yeah, um, we are sometime in the future in Detroit... And uh, as we learn from the business boardroom meeting, old Detroit has a cancer, and that cancer is crime.
1: Ah, yes. Said said by the lovely Dick Jones.
0: Yes, Dick Jones in his business presentation. So at this point, the Detroit police has been privatized, essentially. Mm -hmm. So we're dealing with not only privatized, but increasingly militarized police in this dystopic future where crime is just riddling the body of Detroit,
1: like yeah, the
0: body politic of the people, I guess.
1: it's like privatized prisons wasn't enough yeah. figure. we may as well uh, get at it a bit early, you know
0: yeah. and yeah, the the business, um they're talking was it secure? Corps, Security solution. I don't know. Whatever the company is. OCP? Oh, not OCP, but... Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe it was OCP. Omni
1: Computer Products. Um, yeah.
0: I think it was Computer
1: OCP. Computer Consumer but Products. But then there was
0: also the guys that... that SecureCorp or yeah, something? So yeah. Okay. One of them is talking about how they have traditionally found business opportunities in what are t- traditionally considered non-profit.
1: Yeah, that's the the it is OCP, the, the head of OCP. Yeah. And then Dick so, Jones gives that shitty little presentation. Yeah. But, that's where he says that. He's yeah, like, so
0: But I, I just want to say, setting the precedent that now we have privatized prisons, like you mentioned, hospitals. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the other thing they mentioned, but these like sort of nets seen as like necessary social services, security, you know, kind of security. And they've left. already been privatized. They've been privatized. Yeah. So what's next is the police...
1: Yeah, this is one of those movies that is depressingly prophetic, Mm, and, uh, like, emphasis on depressingly prophetic. Yes. Anyway.
0: Anyway, um, yeah, so this this meeting where they're unveiling their militarized uh, robot policeman who doesn't need to, well, he's not really a man, he's more of like a...
1: He's a tank on legs. Yeah. He's he's, like a tank. If a T-Rex fucked a tank, this is what you get. Yeah, if T-Rex
0: fucked like a Fallout Securitron yeah in like new vegas or something Perfect. yeah that's what you get with yeah. climation with, with ed
1: 209
0: <laughs> yeah ed 209 and this uh product demonstration goes terribly wrong
1: it goes terribly hilariously, hilariously
0: wrong. wrong but uh yeah the the robot does not shut down when the pretend criminal disarms himself yeah and follows instructions
1: this is a very tromcom kind of scene it
0: is yes so um albert from twin peaks Albert. I don't remember his name in this. I, I literally just... Bob Morton. Bob Morton, that's it. Morton, that's it. The
1: reason I know the names and stuff like this is because of this fucking song by this uh, metal band, I guess, called Gamma Bomb. The song's called OCP. It's like 40 mm. seconds long, and it just kind of... Like, the main refrain is just, Dick Jones, Dick Jones. And just like, they, <laughs> they just drop all these beats from the fucking movie. You know the names, okay.
0: Yeah. Um, so he swoops in and is like, well, we have a Robocop program that is we've been developing it in case of situations like this and we can have a prototype ready in like 90 days we can go to production it'll be all good mm-hmm. swoops in steals this business deal kind of thing and um pretty soon a new policeman or he's he's not a new he's not new to a transfer
1: yeah, new transfer. transfer he's new
0: to this particular precinct precinct exactly yeah. um he is pretty brutally killed in a Invi- not investigation, but they, they go into
1: they They, fought, they find uh, this truck. It's the getaway truck that um.
0: Old Detroit's crime bro- boss and co.
1: Yeah, crime boss played by a uh, Red Foreman of that seventy show Kirkwood Smith. I and think on his name.
0: and on his uh, team includes Ray Wise, yeah. also from Twin Peaks. Leland
1: Palmer's there. Yeah. Um, they find them and track them to their like weird dilapidated hideout? factory hideout yeah. kind of thing, and that's where he gets killed. And I, I just wanted to to interrupt to say that there's. The scene he gets killed, he just gets shot to fucking pieces in this really drawn out thing. And I remember seeing this video on the internet a long time ago where it was the LMFAO song (laughs) Shots mashed up to that scene (laughs) and I haven't been able to find it yet. So if anyone out there knows where to see it, uh, maybe tweet it at us. I've only
0: heard legend of it. I haven't actually been able to see it Mm -hmm. because it seems to have been scrubbed from the internet. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if anyone can hook us up you'd be forever grateful
1: yes that would be appreciated anyway Mm. sorry anyway yeah so
0: we have this dead police officer one of many because they're just being slaughtered in detroit slash old detroit and uh so morton and company they i guess retrieve his body which is now since he's dead his body is now like property of the state property property of of the company property of the police
1: who is property of the company
0: exactly and they turn him into robocop and so by somehow resuscitating him.
1: Building a computer into his brain. Yeah, building
0: a computer into his brain, giving him like bionic limbs. Mm-hmm. And now he is Robert Cobb.
1: He is Robert Cobb, as the bootlegs say.
0: Yeah, I know. He's Robocop now, the one and only.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, he goes around
1: dispensing justice?
0: Yeah. And he actually, like, this is one of those ones where. Or one of those cases where it's like, oh, the algorithm actually kind of didn't take it. it, it it's this, this, I, you know, how we have this assumption that technology is inherently neutral mm-hmm. and totally not, does not share the same biases as the people who program it.
1: Yeah.
0: In this case, we actually seem to have fairly, like, Neutral technology, and so far, and it's still
1: inflected by his humanity as a that's person true. because there still is the human brain in there. Yeah, it's just that it's... he's being driven by this program that's
0: mm-hmm. but he still have flashes of his old life come through, yeah, like, different memories, dreams. Um, you know, when he hears his, his name of who he was before he became Robocop, it kind of like triggers some, like, whoa, what, what am I? Mm-hmm. I'm not just this program, so it's, it's interesting stuff kind of internal struggle and discovery of this self for Mr. Cop.
1: Yeah, for Mr. Cop. Mr.
0: Robocop.
1: Um, Fun fact, in Japan, they love Robocop, because back in the day, he would show up in commercials selling, I believe, KFC. Oh, that rules. So, yeah, after we're done recording this, (laughs) I'll have to see if I can pull some of those up. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, the privatized policeman sells kfc that's love just it. so like what stage of capitalism is this i mean i guess at this point it's pretty fashy and and you know they, they do love to say that fascism is just capitalism in decay so
1: it's jesus <laughs> i like the they love to say they
0: they being um
1: you <laughs>
0: no th- yeah i guess i don't know they being s- some uh commie types i follow on twitter.com Some commie
1: types on twitter.com <laughs> i'm com. not
0: sure who actually like coined that uh yeah
1: that expression but you've seen it i've seen it a lot
0: yeah and then and the more it's brought up the more it's like you have an interesting point it's pretty Hmm. persuasive yeah because even in like you know this horseshoe theory where it's like fascism and capital and communism are exactly the same um as as we are taught my sister i've mentioned the dude before that in our um nuclear episode the retired teacher who was alive during the Red Scare and would mm-hmm. like look under his bed and behind over his shoulder for communists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he pointed point out. He's like, so you have you have your fascism and your communism, and uh, when shit gets bad, people tend to go towards fascism because it lets them keep their shit.
1: <sighs>
0: it may not let you keep your life, but at least you get to keep your stuff.
1: And we all know that that's what's important.
0: Hmm. So, anyway, yeah. Yeah, we we learned that that from our
1: earlier, much earlier episode of Touch Consumption.
0: Oh, yes. This is true. See, it all comes full circle. Comes full circle.
1: But, yeah, so this is an interesting one in that it looks at police corruption as. In a weird as like the management of police mm-hmm. is corrupt. It's not so much that there's bad cops out there. Like the cop it's very much the sort of like police porn kind of thing where it's like the cops are the good coppaganda. guys. Yeah, that's a copaganda. Um where they're the good guys and
0: They're getting screwed. They're getting screwed yeah. by you know, they're getting picked off in the streets by all these criminals, they're getting what does the guy say? They're going to manage us into the ground. Yeah. Like they're just, you know, these pencil pushing bureaucrats have come in and decided that they're just going to, you, you know, let the free market improve the yeah. police or some shit.
1: Yeah. I feel bad for the cops. This movie more is like the way that they're getting as, tread on in, in face of their union. As yeah. Opposed yeah. No, to, it's uh,
0: definitely in terms of like a labor thing as yeah. opposed to a cop specific thing. hmm. Yeah. Cause the guys are like, fuck it. Let's strike. Yeah, and but you- as
1: they say, we're not plumbers, and I guess this movie'd be way less interesting if it was Robo Plumber.
0: Well, unless that Robo Plumber is Mario, who needs to come in and save the day. Oh,
1: well, now I want to see Robo Plumber.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. Plus,
1: also depending on the route you take, you've got you've got your porn parody right there. There you go. <laughs>
0: so you were saying,
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's the management that is the corrupt um, factor here, and like when people talk about police corruption, like it does. There is the oversight is a huge factor in that. Like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, you got to follow the the money and that'll show you where like the the corruption is because it's like police force, whenever we talk about police as helping preserve the status quo Mm in, uh, for it's bad. (laughs) Like, you know, in terms of like, uh, when we talk about the threat of fascism and all that kind of stuff, um, it is because it is in the best interest interest of those funding The police and the politicians that the police are essentially protecting. And the police,
0: I mean, I don't know, like, started out essentially to defend white men's right to property. Mm -hmm. So, and then, um, like, the RCMP in Canada, that, in addition to, you know, brutalizing Indigenous peoples Mm -hmm. while protecting property. So it's like, yeah, given that it has evolved out of that and it's yeah. not really changed. It's but that's surprising. But that's
1: what I mean is yeah. it's like RoboCop doesn't have like it's like yeah. RoboCop structure without the um o- the overt satire uh, mm-hmm. attacking capitalism and consumerism and stuff like yeah. it's um when we think of a lot of the criticism of the police force it's also on the individual level mm-hmm. and
0: on the force yeah. itself, not on the like yeah. the powers that be,
1: which is which is one of those things that like it's kind of both in real life. Whereas yeah. in RoboCop, the cops are the good guys, and you just kind of accept that with the premise of the movie. Mm-hmm. In that way, that eighties action movies about cops work,
0: and even like anything about cops today. Well, I mean, like... <laughs> we
1: both watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, and oh, we love it. it's uh, one of those things where it's just like kind of have to overlook, yeah, the aspects of. You know, you'll watch this show and it's it's great fun. And then you'll hear about another, like, black person getting shot mm. in a traffic stop or something like that. And it's one yeah. of those things where it's like, okay, so this uh, copaganda, it's the best fucking yeah. way for it.
0: It is. And I, um, I'd have to look it up because it's been a while since I've seen it. But I read that apparently studies were conducted showing that this proliferation of cop drama and TV shows has a measurable impact on people's perceptions of police using force. Okay. On people. Like, Presumably, it
1: becomes more acceptable? Yeah. Okay, that's, because
0: wow. Which, you kind of, I don't know, I've, I've watched, I grew up watching enough crime shows that it's like, yeah, I get it, because, like, that makes sense to me, because... They had
1: to catch the bad guys. They had to
0: catch the bad guys, and then when, you know, something happens that, um implicates one of them in like a crime they're being well they must be getting you know being wrongly accused and like yeah you kind of get that sense of that whole like brotherhood above all else and like excusing each other's actions and covering for each other
1: it's like in brooklyn nine nine when um peralta and rosa go to jail it's because they're framed and like the unbelievable part about that compared to real life it's like yeah the cops would go to jail
0: (laughs) yeah exactly so uh yeah, or then um, when they when they skirt protocol, it's like oh well, they're doing it for a good cause, they're doing it to help out like this person that we know is in this like so it, it
1: like in seven when Brad Pitt kicks the door in and then they they uh, pay off the person to say they heard screaming yeah, and they called like it that. in. Exactly, it's like in the context of Seven where it's like yeah they're they're hunting down deranged serial killer and also gross sex offender Kevin Spacey, and it's one of those <laughs> yeah. things where it's like okay, I'm, I'm on their side in these actions, even yeah. though when you take it into the real world, it's just like, so we're cool with cops that it's just like, I think this guy did it, so I'm so, going to kick their door in.
0: Or I think this guy's bad, so I'm going to plant cocaine on his person or in his mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's not hard to believe that when you're so inundated with that message over and over that when it happens in real life, you might go like, well, you know, they probably had their reasons, like... You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it's not its not a far stretch, I don't think.
1: So what, basically what you're saying is Netflix needs to get at us with an original series based on the Bad Lieutenant movies, where you can't really get <laughs> um, negative portrayal of shitty police action as you can with, like, Abel Ferrara's Bad Lieutenant. And then the follow-up, I want to say by... Oh, fuck. I can't remember who it's by. a Famous person. I'm going to feel like an idiot when you I'm it corrected. <laughs> yeah, but uh, with Nick Cage. Hmm good old Nate Cage. But so with uh, Robocop, we are on the cop side, and we watch as the uh, title character is investigating the criminals that they sort of stumble upon again Mm -hmm. that killed him when he was a person before he became the big Robocop. Um, And he sees where this trail of corruption leads, and it implicates OCP.
0: Yeah, it goes right to the top.
1: Yeah, so that sort of It's, like, instead of there being dirty cops in, like, the street cop kind of way, it's dirty cops in the the we-own-the-police kind of thing. Like, the people at the top. um, It's, like, corrupt right from the start. Uh, What do you think about the role of OCP in this? Like, the idea of this capitalist... Structure, Like, mm-hmm. you were saying some interesting stuff about Silicon Valley yeah. capitalism and how it relates to public service. And mm-hmm. how how do we see that sort of play out in, in this movie?
0: Yeah, because it, it does gesture towards those, like, capitalist critiques. Like, um I wanted to rewatch that board meeting and stuff quickly just right before we started recording yeah. just to refresh my mind. Because I knew I had so much to talk about, but of course... Going into it, I was like, oh, I don't even remember what I was going to say. And, yeah, one thing that they mention in this presentation is that, well, you know, political... The tax laws have changed in such a way that it has been ideal for corporate growth. Mm -hmm. But the social services have suffered since. And and, and it, it, it like, gestures at that, but it doesn't make that connection. Yeah. Yeah, when you don't make gajillionaires pay taxes then in order... Shocker. Yeah, you mean we have to, like, cut public services and people are worse off because of it? Mm. What? So, of course, they take this as as an opportunity to step in once again, a market solution, to give back. Mm -hmm. So charitable, so thoughtful.
1: And so the seeming uh, Jeff Bezos stand-in character in this, like, above Dick Jones, is seen as sort of a benevolent leader through his actions, and that seems to be how people are kind of pointing at him. Mm -hmm. But it's like the movie kind of ignores a bit that he is, like, the king shit of this corporation doing these evil actions. Yeah. Like, like we see him as, like, not necessarily the good guy, but he's not really he's, he's portrayed as... At, yeah.
0: Like, at most. Even
1: though he's the one that's, like, in six months we go ahead on Delta City, where it's, like, they're building this, they're gentrifying the entirety of Detroit with this, like, super city.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the, on the, on the grounds of old Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they directly also um, c- connect the project to militarization in that this, uh, what's it called? The ED. ED209? Yeah, that's it. ED209. Ed209. Ed209, that's it. Um, this bot, this, yeah, this monolith looking robocop that doesn't have a person inside. <laughs> um, they mentioned that, you know, first we're going to. After a successful run in Old Detroit, we will be, exp- you know, expanding this to the military, and it'll be the military item for the next decade at least. Mm-hmm. And that was an interesting one because usually we're used to seeing a lot of this technology be tested on non-citizens before right. it's like we whether that's exported to say the Middle East to places like Gaza and the West mm-hmm. Bank or. You know, wh- whoever we are at war with, yeah. as if it's an equal footing mm-hmm. thing, um, yeah, that technology is often tested out on these very you know, besieged, vulnerable populations. And only then do we maybe think about bringing them back home after we make sure they do right. what we want them to do. So the fact that they're reversing that and testing it on their own citizens first and then exporting it was... yeah. Interesting. It's
1: a it's a sort of flip on it. I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Guaranteed, especially because of who they say they're targeting, it is going to be the lower class. It mm-hmm. is going to be the racialized and all that stuff. Absolutely. But yeah, it is. It's national before it's international, mm-hmm. which I think yeah. that's a really uh, interesting take on it.
0: And the main bad guys of this of the show, they're they're like with you know they had they have their their one. They have, I think, one black guy on their crew, and the rest of them are white. I'm, mm-hmm. There's No, maybe there's an Asian guy, too. Or, but anyway, it's predominantly white. Yeah. So, and I mean, again, with the class hierarchy and everything, it's not surprising that the top shit crime boss would be some old white guy. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: And also, it's it's suffering a bit from, like, 80s yeah. populist cinema totally. trope, where it's like, you got your token black guy. Yeah. You're good.
0: Totally. Yeah, exactly. So, we, even though we know this would be tested on the... You know, the kind of the, t- the types of populations we especially discussed in our Don't Sass the Underclass episode, mm-hmm. um, we, that's not as visible, or right. at least in the movie itself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which, like you said, is pro- partially just a product of its time.
1: Okay, oh my god, best crossover movie. Hmm. OCP. We'll do a remake. OCP is deciding to try a new Delta City kind of thing. Different name, of course, because, you know, Delta, Oldsmobile, Detroit. But they're doing it on New York. The only thing is that they don't realize that they're building on top of a city full of chuds. Ooh. So all the chuds come up and start fighting the Robocops, and I really want to see this movie.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Or at least a crossover fighter game that's like sort of like that Double Dragon, Battletoads kind of thing. Nice. Chuds and robots. <laughs>
0: And then what happens when they fuse and we get the sequel, which is about... Chobots. A robot, yeah, Chobot, Robot Chud, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's happening. We already got two movies Into down. it,
1: damn. <laughs> now, if only we had the money to fund this crap. Right?
0: Well, we all know that uh, capitalism rewards innovation, so get at us, funders. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, That's good.
0: Is there anything else about... Uh, well,
1: one thing that I find interesting, and like, of course they do this, is as we learn about how corrupt ocp really is like in that sort of like th- we, we find out they're in bed with the the crimes that the, the well, you keep bangers. saying how
0: corrupt ocp is it's really how corrupt dick jones himself
1: is that's true he's that's one true dick bad jones apple. is a oh, fuck off oh. <laughs> yeah okay okay dick jones is even worse he's the one at bad apple that apparently is why you remove him and you don't worry about any of the other corruption mm-hmm. but no dick jones is in bed with the uh bad guys and, fuck, I had a point. No. I had a point for sure, but it's gone. Um, oh, yeah, so Dick Jones is in bed with the bad guys, and Robocop figures this shit out and goes to confront him. And so, of course, he's programmed in a failsafe that exempts OCP managerial employees from being fucked with. Like, they're exempt from the law, basically. It's mm-hmm. like, you can't arrest me, you can't kill me, you can't do any of this shit. Or
0: you shut down.
1: Yeah, and yeah. so... Isn't that just peachy?
0: Yeah, it's, like, no surprise. It's kind of like how uh, politicians and and certain people of a certain, I don't know, echelon of society are exempt from the purge, and all except the uh,
1: election year
0: movie. Yeah, it's like, oh, gee, I wonder why.
1: Well, it makes me think of, uh, like, you know, people like Bezos being exempt from having to pay taxes.
0: Mm -hmm. Or feeling personally exempt from the surveillance structure that he's helping to create and then getting really upset when people are like oh yeah so here's the dude's dick pics it's fine that you know he's helping set up this surveillance apparatus that where we have no fucking privacy or sovereignty Mm -hmm. over our information anymore but heaven forbid it applies to him too
1: maybe he's doing all that like setting that up because he's a total like voyeur bottom and he's just like why won't anyone watch me why won't
0: anyone look at my dick
1: (laughs) barfing forever yeah yeah, so RoboCop is fucking classic. Love it. It's so fun. Um, so fun. And just, the they, they take other shots beyond the cop stuff, like, with the little ad things that it's just, like, on mm-hmm. capitalism. Total. like, maybe when we uh, revisit a capitalist topic in the future, we should come back to those ad breaks in yeah. RoboCop and, like, sort of pick them apart a bit.
0: Yeah, and the, the if it bleeds, it leads news, and, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot there.
1: Yeah, there's... Ooh, ooh, an episode about, like, fucked up news things. Oh, like, yeah. we could, like, look at Nightcrawler and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That That's could be a be, good yeah. one.
0: Because okay. also implicating capitalism in this profit-driven model Yeah. of, you know, we have fake news and stuff proliferating, clickbait, all this bullshit, because it's all about the ad money. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it, we can, we'll publish this, mo- like, super, super inflammatory piece because we know people will click on it and we'll get the ad money
1: yeah it it totally is that it's easier to say sorry than ask permission kind Mm -hmm. of thing it's that exact model where it's like how can we get the clicks even if we free speech yeah even if we end up having to print a retraction or face legal action you still got your money yeah so we okay next up we watched robocop we watched the remake of robocop but not that remake
0: Remake there that ever happened?
1: There was this project that went around when the remake for Robocop was coming out, it was taking so fucking long that there was this internet project called Our Robocop Remake. And what it was is a bunch of different like internet content providers. Producers, produced uh, they they split up the movie and they each got a scene. And we're talking specifically about Fatal Farms <laughs> sequence. This is the best fucking thing in the All world. Um What happens is it's the scene where the two rapists are accosting the woman and then robocop walks up and shoots one of them in the dick it's that scene but whoa Nelly.
0: overdrive
1: overdrive so what we got for those that remember robocop is it's done really fucking well it is it's it's amazing how close it matches and how slick it looks for something that was just done for seemingly funsies Uh um but it's like shot for shot, beat for beat remake of mm-hmm. that scene. Like the part where he's got the knife up to her and he's behind her. And he's like, I'm gonna cut her, man, I'll cut her and then the Robocop tracks between her legs and like blows a hole through her skirt and hits him right in the dick. And then she just looks and it's like, Oh my god, thank you, you saved me and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. When all of a sudden you we hear another scream that this isn't in the original movie and the camera pans over and there's these two other dudes accosting this different lady but one of them's got his dick out like you just see his fucking dick hanging out right so robocop shoots him in the dick and you see his dick just fucking explode like it's so gory right and then we're like holy shit and then all of a sudden there is another gang of two gross rapists going after this woman and they shoot their dicks off
0: and just all these rapists start coming out of the yeah it's like like incoming rapists
1: and you just see all these dudes with their dicks out scaling fences and just running down alleys and we get this sweet montage of that killer robocop music like that Mm -hmm. that great like action music that plays as he's just like spinning around and shooting dicks off left (laughs) and right and it's just like their dildo budget was must have been huge for this
0: they're realistic looking fucking dicks so it's like it's it's impressive
1: it is it is wild it is hilarious <laughs> look for the uncut version like yeah. i think it's, you can get it on vimeo it's mm-hmm. so fucking good um this actually has nothing to do with the topic at hand but i figured if we're going to talk about robocop we need to talk about robocop <laughs> yes
0: and all of the uh, important Information fans should know. Yes. Especially yes. tributes made by true fans.
1: Absolutely. Um no, what we actually watched next was a very weirdly lower end but endearing attempt at Robocop called Rotor. Which interestingly enough was the same year as Robocop. So yeah, they they did they not waste any fast time. Yeah. Rotor, rotor, aka Blue Steel. Yeah. Yeah, we pop in the Rotor Blu ray and then um when the you know the menus are rotor and all that stuff. Pop it in. Title card plops up and she says Blue Steel. And then they immediately go into explaining what Rotor means. And it's just like, why wouldn't you just call it Rotor from the start? But no, we watched Blue Steel.
0: Yes. A.K.A. Rotor. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, this was the first time watch for you?
0: I think I had seen about half of it because mm. I, I was studying. I don't know. Whenever you watched it, I, I was doing something and I was around and it got to the point where I was just like, oh my God, I can't look away. This, right. is, this is amazing. I, I, whatever I'm doing is being put on hold because holy Rotor. shit, Rotor. Yeah. So I'd see, I think I'd seen like most of it, if not maybe the second half.
1: Okay. Okay. So what we get with Rotor is this guy is... This cop is hauled in by other cops, and no, he's a scientist, right? He's like a cop doctor or something. Like something he's like a that, scientist yeah. with the cops, but he gets hauled in to explain some kind of like crime spree that happens, mm-hmm. and he's recounting the story to it, and he looks all beaten up, his clothes are torn, and he runs down the preceding events which are he is a scientist who works in robotics but he's also a good old down home country texas rancher like he just has a ranch and there's all these idyllic like farm shots Mm -hmm. that's like weird country music that i think was made for the movie plays as he brews his morning coffee and goes about the day but then he has to go into work where he goes into the police headquarters to build robots Mm -hmm. and there's this fucking robot that it looks like if someone took the bottom half of a chopping mall killbot and then got like the cheapest dressing mannequin they could and stuck it on the top and then stuck giant like pipe cleaner ass things on him and gave him the worst robot voice and he just rolls around cracking wise and like stealing people's french fries and stuff like that it's fucking (laughs) hilarious he's
0: great we love him
1: yeah oh what was his name uh i don't remember it's like willard or something willard, like that, that yeah, right. yeah. yeah i think you're right yeah um what did you think of rotor
0: rotor's hilarious i love it mm-hmm. it's so silly it's like the soundtrack is just amazing like, like at the end it's like yeah song, one of the songs, like, songs is made by dad. larry's
1: dad <laughs> who the fuck larry is who's larry's dad uh, it's
0: <laughs> iconic and then we have this like this other doctor slash, I don't know, hard body woman named Dr. Steele. who just, She shows
1: up at the, like the very end of the movie. And they're just
0: talking. They're like, oh, yeah, I loved your paper. I loved yours, too. So she's an academic.
1: Yeah. But and she's, she's also the, like such a hard body.
0: She, yeah. She's clearly like a bodybuilder, too. And she even mentions at one point, she's like, well, it's okay. You bring the brain. I'm the brawn. <laughs> it's like, but you're a doctor too. You're Dr. Steele. Yeah. You, you have brains and brawn.
1: You're you're a total Renaissance woman. You can do yes, it all.
0: Yes, exactly. A hard-bodied Renaissance woman. And she's
1: got this like, sort of like perm kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Like, like, but it's like dyed like a skunk stripe yeah, right down the middle. Yeah, she's, it's a, it's she's a an enigma. <laughs> yeah. I kind of love her. She's I great in this.
0: Her. Yeah, she's fantastic. So, uh... Who's Rotor? What is Rotor?
1: Rotor is... Fuck, what does Rotor even stand for? I don't robotic, remember.
0: Robotic, I'm guessing.
1: I like if both ours were for robotic.
0: I'm gonna look it up.
1: We are looking it up. What year is it? Nineteen. Nineteen. 1987. While well, she looks up Rotor, um... Basically, it's this computer... They're building a robot to replace cops basically like they want to have like the ultimate police officer and of course they kind of overestimate their abilities ready i'm ready
0: robotic officer of the tactical operations research slash reserve unit so
1: it should be rotoru
0: rotoru so it's probably robotic off robot officer a robotic officer tactical operations research i okay
1: that's a router yeah.
0: okay sorry i'm just going off wikipedia so
1: thank you wikipedia thank you so they built this robot to be like the ultimate cop like you know it doesn't need to sleep it doesn't need to eat it can have this neutral computer brain where it's like it's not giving into human emotion and all this kind of yeah, stuff it's,
0: it's just upholding the law
1: but the problem is they um kind of program it a little fucked up where it looks at minor violations as death sentences, basically. And so they power up this Rotor guy. And oh, first off, Rotor has this motorcycle helmet he's wearing the entire fucking movie with the greatest decal on the side. It's this like foil sticker of the police insignia, and it says Rotor on it. And it looks like something that came out of the bottom of a cereal box. Like, you mm-hmm. know, someone in the 80s would yeah, slap it's like, it's on the side of their BMX. It's like really sick holographic sticker. It's fucking great. And they
0: just rotor. Just right. says
1: rotor. But yeah, they bring him to life. And actually, they don't bring him to life. There's a fucking malfunction in the uh, thing that brings him to life where there's like a power search mm-hmm. and he breaks out yeah, on Yeah, because they warned that he's not ready yet. Yes.
0: But I think the guy is told that he's like, well, it better be ready or you're losing your fucking job
1: that scene where he's explaining how he's losing his job and if he fucks off the dialogue was so good where those two dudes are just burning each other on the phone (laughs) like
0: and the robot's like oh god and then i'll be in charge and oh yeah like they
1: drag out the conversation what could be like a two-minute conversation Mm -hmm. plays for like 10 minutes of the movie yeah um but it's really funny
0: yeah it's it's a funny fucking movie
1: yeah yeah Um, anyway so the rotor breaks free in this fucking great scene where he walks like the he does that robot walk it's like clearly just a dude in a cop uniform trying to do like the stone face and the stiff arm movements and all that and they don't really bother dubbing in sound effects too much when they do they're kind of obnoxious um (laughs) but rotor uh walks down into the parkade, and just, there's all these chairs set up for some kind of demonstration, and he just walks through the middle of the chairs, knocking them over, walks through the doors to get to his motorbike. He just doesn't fucking care. And it's supposed to be menacing, but it comes off as kind of hilarious. It's pretty silly. Um... But yeah, so rotor breaks free, and he ends up pulling over this dude who's speeding, and immediately shoots him.
0: Yeah, like fucking executes him right there
1: <laughs> for for a traffic violation, and then goes to execute the woman who is driving with him. She gets away, and the rest of the movie is him hunting her down over a traffic violation.
0: Yeah, and uh, and then so somehow she gets in touch with the scientists, and so they so. He and uh, Dr. Steele have to then try and hunt Rotor while he's playing cat and mouse with this young woman.
1: Oh, man. And
0: it's it's a special movie.
1: It's really funny, um, but it's really, it's great if you enjoy those kind of uh, cult movies, like 80s action movies that Mm -hmm. are sort of low rent but endearing. I highly recommend it for that front. But I guess what's interesting about um, Rotor, and this is sort of what you see with Ed 209 in Robocop more than Robocop himself, but it's the idea of let's automatize policing.
0: And actually, I just remembered Rotor is funny because it's one of those. Because in the beginning when they're describing the project don't they explain the guy this very nonchalantly is like this could be the end of humanity who the fuck knows yeah like, exactly it's they like recognize we they're the just inherent risk yeah we've
1: either just revolutionized the future or destroyed it oh well
0: oh you know it's a flip of the coin 50 50 those are great odds let's oh, do fuck. it there is that
1: there there is that line in there that's just says it's so perfect where it's just like working on these things you start to wonder am i the hero or the villain that's and right. sometimes it's hard to tell and they're just like what are we the heroes or the villains and it's like judging by our paycheck we're the heroes because the theory is that heroes and villains the thing that separates them is the money
0: yeah and they're they're working for such little pay they must be the heroes yeah whereas doing if it they out were of the goodness of their hearts if they
1: were raking in the money for it they're the villains which is an interesting take in a capitalist kind of setup where mm. it's like the rich are lauded for being self-built men and all that kind of stuff yeah. where it's like, Hmm, maybe you're the villain all along. Wow. Shocker.
0: But then, yeah, it also is like, well, we must be the good guys because we're working for low pay, which yeah, there's that implication. We're doing it out of
1: altruistically. Yeah,
0: exactly. It was like, aren't you just doing it to survive because you're ness, nece- you're doing it by necessity in a mm-hmm. wage based system. Yeah. So that doesn't make you good either. No, it just makes you less well off. Anyway. Anyway. So
1: they autom- automatized the police force. Automatized. they like
0: planning on it, at least.
1: Um. Fuck. I don't. I'm automated. Automated. The police force is now automated. Automated
0: automatized.
1: Yes. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> love, you. Um, love you too. Um. A uh, police force is automated, and it's this idea that oh yeah good intentions you can program it but without any sense of humanity Mm -hmm. what's to stop the cops from just going off the rails what we would perceive as going off the rails it's like that's just how we were programmed Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how ed 209 works when we see the demonstration where the guy holds the gun at him in the meeting and it's just like drop your gun you have 20 seconds to comply and then when it doesn't register he's dropped the gun it's just like well you didn't 20, you didn't comply, 20 seconds, guess you are dead now.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, and then having, uh, Dick Jones be like, it was just a glitch. Yeah. It's fine. It's like, no, that everyone in this room probably has P is, well, no, I guess at this point it would be more like acute stress disorder because PTSD takes months to be able to manifest and be diagnosed. But that being said, they're going to need some therapy. I would think mm-hmm. everyone in that room is going to be entitled to some, uh, EMDR courtesy of whatever the OCP Really. Again, every time I hear that I'm just like, insane clown posse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Obtuse clown posse. Oh, They're just very sarcastic. But it, it's interesting when you see these parallels with like uh issues people have with the police where, you know, it's like a sort of shoot first, ask question later's kind of mentality where it's like that's just it following, it's a logic program kind mm. of thing. And it's, like, it's inhuman. We see it as, it's like, there's no humanity there. But then we hear about these copies, like, oh, it's just following protocol, and I killed an innocent person. Oops, better go on administrative leave. Paid, That's paid. administrative <laughs> leave, yeah. Um, so it's one of those things that these actions that look monstrous, uh, it is their lack of humanity explicitly. That's what the movie's spelling out. Mm-hmm. Yet we look at it as human error when it happens in real life. Right. It's kind of fucked up. That's all I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's this double standard where if it's a robot versus if it's a person. Yeah. We demand justice for robots to be equally considered alongside humans as people or something. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Um, After this, we... That was as far as we got with figuring out movies to watch. Mm -hmm. So we kind of jumped ship and said, all right, we need to pull some action movies into here. Guarantee after this goes up, I'll either remember or people start saying, like, you forgot this, you forgot this, mm-hmm. and there's gonna be like a mountain of great horror examples we've done. Oh well. Yeah, it is what it is. it is. So we jumped over to a 90s movie called Demolition Man from 1993. This was goofy as shit. I saw this yes. when I was a little kid and I just remember being like, "Whoa, it's like violent and there's like
0: they're the, the
1: fighting and there's explosions and gunfights and it's kind of funny and then I just watched it it's like this is such a goofy movie."
0: Yeah, like, "Wow." This one gets way back into the surveillance tech and I think, you know, half jokingly said at some point, "This is the future that liberals want because yeah. it's this like woke surveillance."
1: Right, like there's machines, like one of the, anything that's bad for you or deemed immoral is illegal now, and so if you swear, you get fined, and so there's machines fucking everywhere, and then every time someone swears, even when you don't think there gonna be machines, you just hear, you have been fined one credit. Yeah, but
0: I just, because, I don't know, there was a particular thing where it's like, you're surveilled like they, they have your dna they have your oh they
1: have the implants in yeah, your hands so they can was, track the, you yeah, the all the implants
0: time where that the i mean you see people talking about that now you're getting shit implanted in your hand that lets you pay with your arm or like um that sort of like belco corporation
1: oh, or belco experiment horrifying. thing where
0: it's like yeah you uh, the way you access your building is for your with your fucking implant it's like mm-hmm. that's horrifying yep but again this technocracy of like you know, tech is inherently good, and this progress that it makes is inherently good.
1: And uh, so like, we are going to no. technically um, alter our bodies to serve capitalism. Because it's like, oh, it makes work easier. Mm-hmm. Like, in the case of the Belco experiment. Yeah,
0: But in this case, yeah, it's this weird, like, you're surveilled constantly in the privacy of your own home. And, and it also makes me think of... Um, When various surveillance apparatuses are put in place, be it like CCTV stuff like they have in the UK, or I don't know other things like fucking people selling their DNA now and losing all their the rights to their DNA and it being handed over to the cops and stuff with these ancestry bullshit tests that tell you how. Fucking, I don't know, European you are and stuff.
1: Yeah, well, it's like there have been cold case serial killers yeah. that have been caught because of. And, well, yeah, uh,
0: Golden State's one of them, uh, isn't it? Yeah,
1: and don't get me wrong, we're being critical of the stuff. We're not being critical of the fact that, like, a fucking serial rapist murderer mm-hmm. was caught. We think that is a good thing that there yeah, is not a serial weird, rapist like, murderer out there.
0: Circumventing of, like, civil rights and liberties. Yeah. Because, you know, the way DNA works, my parents gave their DNA, so I mine's in there too now because they would Mm. be able if i if my dna was found somewhere they would be able to match it to my parents be like oh well it's at least a relative of these people so chances are Mm -hmm. and that would be enough presumably to be able to subpoena or whatever the fucking word is get my dna so um so
1: glad my parents are paranoid as fuck
0: (laughs) wish mine were um (laughs) (laughs) anyway so yeah there's this Eroding of civil rights and liberties to privacy, but it's always seen in this such as individualistic way that it's like, well, I don't commit crime, so I don't mind being surveilled in public or losing
1: It's that whole thing if you yeah. have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. Exactly. And it's, and it's like, like okay, that is such um, a
0: slippery fucking slope because what's you know what happens when that's
1: like someone you know you're like,
0: framed for something, and somebody has access to your DNA and yeah. puts it at a scene. And there you go. They they didn't have any right to a sample of your DNA, but it's already in the system, and it was gifted to them. Well, that's like by this even with like say like
1: TSA at airports and stuff like that. How many people you hear? It's just like oh, I was being like harassed. You know, I had to deal with like this mm-hmm. invasive surge and blah blah blah. And that's still operating on the if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. Things that is yeah, just like a so tip have to pick of either the iceberg. Like,
0: through this like irradiating fucking X ray machine. Or you get to have all your holes searched by a fucking guard who, yeah. who is just, like, you know, being paid to sexually harass you.
1: And so... so and,
0: and they haven't ever caught anyone or prevented any fucking terrorist activity
1: mm-hmm.
0: in all of this time. through. So, yeah, no, it, it's just this... I don't know, you, I, if it gets to this, I guess, Bukodian argument that the, like, the surveillance doesn't actually keep, make us safer
1: yeah.
0: or keep us safe, it serves other purposes. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, Demolition Man takes kind of an interesting tact with the plot, though. Because what we have is we got Sylvester Stallone playing this cop named very, uh, you know, not at all on the nose. His name is John Spartan. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not at all. Like- and
0: his sidekick, also not on the nose at all. Uh, whatever the fuck her first name is. Well, Pop!
1: You're getting no. ahead of us. Yeah, okay. No, that's okay. I'll stop. Um, we've got him, and he's in 1996, the grim crime-ridden future of 96. Uh, he's going after Wesley Snipes, who plays what, Simon Phoenix, or something like that? That sounds right. Um, anyway, he busts him, this like ruthless gang leader guy uh, busts him, but then in the process, he racks up a bunch of uh, victims, innocent victims in collateral damage, and so they both get sent to Cryo Prison, which is this new prison where they freeze you, and they do behavior modification on you by like reprogramming your your brain brain waves
0: or some shit yeah while
1: you're in there yeah and the idea is that you know after 70 years he'll be thought out and uh will no longer be a menace to society because they'll have reprogrammed him unfortunately uh simon phoenix gets out early by escaping he's on he's up for parole hearing and he gets out and kills all the guards and escapes the prison and so these cops in this future where there's no more violence cuz technology has made everyone happy and everything good they don't know how to deal with a violent criminal anymore because it's like oh we've outlawed violence violence isn't a thing anymore um and then they're faced with this guy who can just easily dispatch all of them because they don't know how to fight they don't know how to defend and all that kind of stuff and it's like this idea of like a police force that's just almost there for show mm-hmm. kind of thing and then they're like, we don't have to deal with this, so we gotta thaw out the old guy to come in and, and save the day, kind of thing. the maniac to catch the maniac. And so, the message almost becomes like, the police force is ineffectual unless it is able to enact violence.
0: And also the police force is, is like, in order to exist as we know it, it requires crime. So if yeah. crime were to go away, then what's the point of the police? And I guess mm-hmm. that's kind of the idea, but then the incentive is to
1: especially if we live in an crime. OCP world, it's yeah. just like, you don't want the police go away, there's good money sunk into the police.
0: Exactly, or now it's like oh well, you don't want to take away those jobs, do you? It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, at what cost? Um, but no, that was so funny that yeah, they're living in this this sanitized future where, mm-hmm. yeah, everything that is bad, deemed bad for you is illegal and stuff, and it's I, I just thought it was so funny that this was supposedly taking place in the states because or any north american city really but just the states especially because you know you're so gung ho on this idea of freedom personal that, freedoms personal yeah. freedoms that you know it's it's po- most politicians are like oh yeah it's fine that there are mass shootings every day often yeah. at schools Because that's just the price of freedom.
1: I feel like this was almost like trying to satirize in a weird way the tolerant left kind of thing, where it's just totally failed. Well, exactly. It's like (laughs) one of those things where it's just like this is the future that liberals want, as you said it. Where it's like half joking. It's doing that sort of like Hollywood upper crust leftyism kind of like leftyism kind of thing liberalism liberalism thank you where it's just like like for example salt's bad for you so it's illegal now kind of thing Mm
0: um so much for the tolerant left
1: yeah like it's totally kind of like riffing on that in this weird kind of way so it's a very i would say like regressive kind of movie in its Mm -hmm. politics
0: yeah and just like that speech that the underground dude gives at that one po- point where, uh...
1: Dennis Leary. Yeah, they got... They, they, you, you're probably not familiar with Dennis Leary. He was this, like, fairly huge stand-up comedian. Oh, okay. In the 90s, so that's why yeah. he has that speech where he's going all ranty and stuff. Because it's like, of course they got him to play this, and they're going to do this speech like this because he was, that's like, a ranty style. comedian, yeah. so... But
0: when he's, like, um... Where, yeah, this individual freedom above all else... That it's, like, I want the right to fucking clog my arteries or, like, destroy my body because I can't. Like, the, it's freedom yeah. for freedom's sake. Yeah. And it's, like, oh, yeah, that's a great political... Uh, like,
1: that's your personal freedom thing. Like, that is the... We find out that he is the good guy. Yeah. Like, like the bad guy. the Who we think is the benevolent leader. It wants him killed because he doesn't like this dude's personal freedoms. That he
0: might spark a revolution.
1: Spaces so of the Benevolent Leader is supposed to be, like, a liberal dictator kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, no, it's,
0: it's just, it's, it's just all so dumb. I don't know, it comes from that, like, really radical centrist place where it thinks, oh, yeah. like, anything that slightly, like, not right in the smack in the middle is an extremist on one side or the other. And so you have these dumbed-down things where it's like, everything is illegal. And then underground, you have the, like, I want the right to fucking kill myself because it's my freedom. Like, it's just so fucking, like, dumbed-down. And then at the end, when you have Stallone be like, you know... I think you got to find something in the middle. You need to yeah. dirty up a bit, but you need to clean up a bit. Yeah, it's it's just just like, int- it's, yeah, it's just. This
1: is a great precursor to like South Park politics, you know? Exactly, um,
0: exactly. But yeah, um, but
1: that's actually a great, great uh, like uh, little split. You get your choice between Taco Bell as the only restaurant or fucking rat burgers. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. Taco Bell, And, rat yeah. Burgers. I don't know. I guess Take I just pick. I see just the way we are consuming ourselves into the ground and how I truly don't believe we're going to consume our way out of climate crisis mm-hmm. or anything that I don't know. I, for any sort of form of more economic justice or just justice in general, I don't know. My dad likes to play devil's advocate. He'd be like, well, what are you going to give up? And it's like, well, something clearly like mm-hmm. if I have to give up my right as a North American consumer to choose between 20 different colors of, shitty fidget spinners at the store, you know, that this idea that consumer choice is the be all end all and that yeah. I can be fulfilled by that. Mm-hmm. And that once I, if, if I want, if I would be fulfilled by something that's not provided in this narrow, like product differentiation, yeah, then things start falling apart. So it's, it's, it's like, yeah, you know, I, uh, I, I don't know. It, it like I yeah. Obviously, nobody wants to live in an authoritarian. Well, it's like,
1: like when uh, Apple became big again and they released their first IMAX, which of those colorful mm-hmm. bubble computers. It came in that stock teal. Yeah. And then they revolutionized, revolutionized it by letting you pick purple or orange or white, and it's like that was the big jump yeah. up. It's like okay, we did this huge mm-hmm. jump in our computers to make something populist. Mm-hmm. Now what? uh colors
0: yeah exactly and it's like you're not actually changing anything so i don't know this yeah this idea that it's, it can only either be between like everything is illegal or like choice is the only thing that matters mm. is like oh give me a fucking break yeah
1: it's um it's very like we say it's goofy and it's fun like goofy fun in that way mm-hmm. but you sort of have to distance yourself from like Mm -hmm. taking in the politics
0: of it's a fucking 90s action 90s action movie it's not hard to do yeah yeah so back to being um very on the nose yes in addition to our john spartan we also have what's her name lenina or something lenina lenina huxley huxley and uh i think spartan even at one point makes some statement about like oh yeah there's your brave new world so it's just like oh my god you guys
1: yeah they don't even try like when we say this is like a goofy light movie Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's
0: it's fluff. It's, yeah.
1: (laughs) But eh, it it it, it it fills its its role, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Speaking of '90s action movies, we did end this this uh, week off with 1995's Judge Dredd. We double dipped in some Stallone, you know, some
0: Stallone future militaristic cop man.
1: We got some nice uh, Stallone DP going on.
0: Mm, Lucky us. what's this one about laurie
1: this one is based on a comic book um it is the future oh god the fucking crawl at the beginning where they say like due to climate crisis due to overpopulation due to all this stuff the earth is now known as the cursed earth that made me fucking (laughs) laugh so hard but yeah we get your typical kind of like dystopic future of the planet let's you know sort of like the boilerplate, these are the problems that arise, and now the world sucks. Um, and one thing they've done to sort of like bring uh, unity and bring down crime, but looking at the beginning, clearly it's not working too mm, fucking well.
0: Almost like in today's
1: um, Shocker. Yeah. Uh, they decide to take the police and like the judicial system and kind of like... Consolidate uh, it? Yeah, yeah, consolidate. Thank you, that's the word. Uh, so what do they say? The police, the jury, and the executioner are all one person known as the judge. And, and so you get these judges. judges yes, yeah. yes, of course. But it's like, this one person fulfills all those roles yes. kind of thing. Like but the, there
0: are multiple, there's not just like one yeah. judge who is the judge, there's like all the judges. Yes, the judges the fulfill judge a these role roles. that is not occupied by a single person, but it's like the new, it's all of these roles combined into one that is then a job of yeah. all the people who are judges.
1: Yes. Um... And Sylvester Stallone is Judge Dredd, the most notorious one of them, who's this real hardliner for the rules kind oh, yeah. of thing. yeah, he
0: is a man of the law. The law yeah. is, is, is his sweet lady propane.
1: Like, what does he yell? He yells, I am the law, yeah. and stuff like that. Even when
0: he's
1: not. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's this idea that these people, these cops are seen as so infallible that they can... Be given all of this fucking power Mm -hmm. and left unaccounted, and it's the idea of like, you know, when you hear like criticism of body cams on cops, and it's like, oh, it's going to hamper doing jobs and all that kind of stuff. It's like this is that future, like Mm -hmm. taken to the extreme. Where it's like they don't need to be held accountable. There's no
0: oversight. Yeah, there's there's no checks and balances. There's no, yeah, there's no semblance of like a. "Quote unquote justice system left yeah. because it's down to one individual to, like you said, be the one, the police.
1: The police really are the, like a literal roving gang of fascists. That's
0: yeah, yeah,
1: that this is like the most literal interpretation of kind of hmm. what we're looking at in these movies.
0: Um. And again, they're, they're technology and everything; they're very militarized. Mm-hmm wearing their full kevlar or whatever yeah suits their oh i love that they're fucking suits
1: in the credits they they're designed by versace yeah
0: yeah by johnny versace <laughs> that's
1: fucking hilarious <laughs> i
0: was like oh yeah i guess he would have still been around hey
1: <laughs> yeah so that's an interesting mm-hmm. tidbit but so the plot is that we get this judge dread and he's doing his job do to do when he is framed for this uh murder of these reporters who are about to like dig up some dirt on the judges. Hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, like he does like that opening scene, he goes into that hall of people and he just shoots them down. He's like, I've judged you as guilty, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. He's just killing everyone. How do you say not
0: guilty? I know you'd say that. Well yeah. you are.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then as soon as he is accused of something, this huge fucking tribunal thing. So it really is a good like, this tribunal is set up, and he gets a trial kind of thing. It's a bit of a farce of a kangaroo court, but mm-hmm. it's...
0: But even so, it's it's a trial that is mm-hmm. not just being judged by some guy on the street in a fucking, like, RoboCop uniform...
1: Yeah. ...who and...
0: decides, you're guilty.
1: Yeah. He and... actually gets
0: a chance to make his case, as opposed to just say whether or not he pleads guilty.
1: Yeah. And he's being defended by a judge. Yeah, the prosecutor been, was a judge. Yeah. It's like a whole... So is r- yeah, like, that whole thing of like a
0: jury of your peers?
1: It really is doing that whole like brothers of blue kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the brotherhood of cops. Like, it's such a literal interpretation of of that issue.
0: But that's not brought to the... like. We, we're, it's like we're, it's instituted
1: policy in yeah, this Yeah, and, and that
0: this is fine and you're not meant to be critical of it. Like, yeah. this is very much... It's not presented critically. It's more yeah. we've saw it and we're like, hey, wait a second, double standards.
1: But you might say, hey, this movie shows how there's all this corruption going on, and on yeah. the surface it seems like like everything's hunky-dory, but then we realize there's all this corruption in that the judges were doing this nefarious like gene splicing shit. Um, they're covering it up. They're they're like in
0: manufacturing a crisis in order to justify further fascistic policing of everyone and that's that's another thing that is just so real yeah i guess where um whether it's a manufactured crisis or not whether it's the migrant caravan coming up Mm -hmm. from south america up to the border that justifies all these ridiculous calls for bajillions of dollars being spent on quote unquote border security or even i don't know anytime crime is brought up as a problem it seems like it is used as an excuse to further consolidate police f- policing. Like, even mm-hmm. um, something that was pointed out to me recently was that the Violence Against Women Act in the state, which I think went in under Bill Clinton, Okay, I want to say. Um, so, like, within our lifetime, lifetimes. Right. Um, you know, Violence Against Women Act, you think, oh, yeah, domestic violence, intimate partner violence, this is probably a very good thing. Mm-hmm. But it's essentially just like, okay, this institutes that we need to put in more funding into the police we need to give the police more power and so it's it's never anything about prevention or even looking into how that could maybe be prevented or what kind of resources could be given to victims it's always about more and more policing yeah which thus far has been pretty ineffectual yeah but maybe if we just keep throwing more and more the cops
1: aren't working more cops
0: more (laughs) cops that's the solution Um... there's not enough cops yet
1: yeah, so this movie kind of, like, follows along with that and sort of opens up the corruption there, mm-hmm. and then what do we get for an ending? He saves the day, he takes out the corrupt cop, like, the corrupt cop, the one guy. Yeah. Um, well, I
0: guess the the, the the bad guy already took out the corrupt guy and was trying to take over. Okay, there over.
1: There is a corrupt guy and a bad guy, but it's still literally two people. Yeah. And once that's done... What does he fucking do? He hops on his weird super bike that can, like, He's reinstated. Like, we see
0: you are innocent. You are reinstated to be a cop. And it's
1: gearing up to this huge speech where it's like, we've discovered the heirs of our way to something. And it's like, no, he just goes right back to fucking work. He's like, I have a job to do. And it's like...
0: It's like so you so you were on the other side of the judging system. Your your weird little sidekick man. Who who is he? Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Yeah.
1: <laughs> weird little sidekick man. Rob Schneider. Your weird little sidekick. I man. feel like that's like a perfect resume header for that guy. Nice. <laughs> right? Weird little sidekick man. Yeah.
0: He points out in your face the air. Like he's like, oh, how does it feel being on the other side of this? Not so fair, huh? Yeah. And then, so all the stuff that you think is going to give him a change of so heart. So a
1: very fuck you, got mine attitude Yeah, at the end.
0: yeah, it is. And it's just like, yeah, and things, yeah, got mine, fuck you, things can go back to normal because yeah. I am good to go. And I guess my weird little sidekick man is also okay, but fuck the rest of y'all.
1: Yeah, he's the epitome of you're one of the good ones. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And I see that because I got to know you. And if we didn't have this opportunity.
1: Yeah, if like, you didn't go through literally this Literally everybody torment, else in the yeah. system,
0: then... Uh, Too bad.
1: Yeah. So where it has this chance to be critical of it, it just kind of, like, undoes itself.
0: Yeah, in one fell swoop.
1: Yeah, it's really kind of a fucked up ending to this movie that it really really sets up, like, this is the system we have, look how corrupt it is, but it's the system we have,
0: so okay! Yeah, we cannot think of anything outside of it, It's one of those things
1: where it really is, like, the falsely used argument of the bad apple kind of thing, Mm -hmm. where the full what's the full oh the yeah phrase, that bad
0: apple rot like spoils the bu- or spoils the bunch. bunch
1: yeah whereas this one is just like it's just one bad apple when you get rid of it the bunch is fine
0: yeah you snip it off the tree and the rot is gone
1: yeah and it's just it's such a fucked up ending Especially such can we sit here and pick it apart it's yeah. like holy that shit is so
0: dystopic like yeah how pessimistic and shitty
1: yeah so i just guess shows
0: all judges are bastards
1: <laughs> <laughs> love it assigned judge at birth <laughs> um so everyone talked about like the the hey, reagan cap. backlash of the uh 80s like you know that sort of like Reagan era and action everyone, movie us and yeah us. also i, I guess susan lot... Faludi who wrote the
0: book called backlash
1: <laughs> okay i've heard a lot of people like point to reagan okay. or uh action things but yeah, that was still the true. part of the course in the 90s it was just a little more nihilistic yeah but it was still that That's kind of point. like sort of like are we surprised for that like sort of like almost centrist to slightly right of centrist like male power fantasy
0: no god no yeah not at all
1: Mm. oh well hey at least we had fun
0: (laughs) we did that's true
1: uh but for recommendations this week Mm -hmm. we had such a hard time coming up with enough movies for this
0: wait do we need to talk about blast fighter
1: (sighs) fuck it i have like nothing to say on blast fighter fair
0: enough
1: um okay blast fighter we watched blast fighter as well for this but it didn't really fit the bill
0: we thought it might but it yeah it didn't yeah it
1: didn't so we watched blast fighter it's this italian action movie by lomberta baba it was fun it's fun it's silly it's got george eastman in it which is great um but basically anything that's kind of like police specific to this topic is this cop okay this cop goes to jail because he kills his wife's killer but and there's then,
0: no evidence that, yeah, because he has a shitty manufactured it's, it's alibi a frame that's a up nice kind of thing. for him. And so like,
1: he yeah. goes to jail for murder, yeah. um, and he gets let out. And as he's going out to the woods to fucking retire, his cop buddy is just like, hey, I want to give you something. Don't tell them I did this. And it's this fucking gun called Blast Fighter that's like an uber weapon. And it's like, it loads these shotgun shells that do all kinds of shit. Like, these ones electrocute you to death. These are smoke bombs. These make your dick rot off from sepsis or something. It's like, all these fucking things. And it's just like, ha, 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 tell me how it goes. We want to institute this on the force kind of thing. Mm. Um, so he goes out to the woods and then he and his uh, daughter get his attacked
0: his re- but reunited daughter yeah
1: they get attacked by rednecks and he just goes around blowing up rednecks with this fucking powerful <laughs> gun and it's hilarious the ending the end shot of this movie I won't spoil it oh. because everyone's seeing it but actually no one's going to see this movie because it's so hard to find Fair enough. but the end shot of this movie is after he's Killed all the rednecks who were driving around with his truck bed full of dead animals earlier. He just piles <laughs> the dead rednecks into the back of his pickup truck and drives right through the center of fucking town. It is so good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, cave dead rednecks.
1: Oh, I love it. It's
0: funny how many rednecks came up in this because even in uh, Judge Dread, we did realize that the cursed earth has eyes.
1: Yeah, the cursed earth has eyes. Those fucking like weird, cannibal weirdly boys. religious cannibal boys in the hills. Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, yeah. So, yeah,
1: you get some overlap. Yeah. Anyway, so now on to our recommendations. Um, For police horror, I'm going to bring us back to horror a little bit with mine. Uh, I want to recommend 1988's Maniac Cop by Bill Lustig. Uh, Dude runs Blue Underground Video now, um, Mm. but he made some movies. He made Maniac, which we watched for the Mommy VRist one. Um,
0: Maniac, Maniac Cop. Dude has a bit of a...
1: But Maniac Cop is this cop who is back from the dead and he's just killing cops for revenge. And the cops who have to, like, try and, like, save their bacon against this guy include Tom Atkins, which you will know him from Season of the Witch as the main guy, (laughs) and chin daddy bruce fucking campbell oh, fuck yeah so this movie rules it's so good gonna have to uh, see it maniac cop 2 is even more buck wild with the weird shit that goes on like there's a chainsaw fight against maniac cop on the nice. middle of 42nd street it's oh, like
0: beautiful it's
1: so good everything
0: i ever didn't know i needed but now i would ask for but it turns out it's already been fulfilled it's already it's been just... fulfilled wow
1: so yeah we will yeah i have the maniac cop movies
0: okay sounds like fun um mine is less about police well I guess policing but in a intergalactic sense It's set. like the
1: next step. The next
0: step of cuz we're talking about militarized police. So let's go straight and to And we're the,
1: talking about fascism too. Yeah.
0: So we let's go straight to the military and let's do uh was it 96?
1: 97. 9
0: sorry 1997's Starship Troopers.
1: This was a fucking favorite of mine as a little kid. I, <laughs> I can see why. convinced my parents to take me to it in the theaters when I was like 10 or Tell 11 them how years old. Tell you convinced them. Um, I told them, oh, it was probably only had such a high rating because it's scary. You said because, because, specifically
0: because the aliens because are the really aliens scary. Because the aliens are
1: scary. But I saw them in the preview and they'll be fine. And then it turned out to be like the goriest fucking movie I'd seen at that point. <laughs> it was gold. And also
0: they had titties in it.
1: So much. No, the only part that my mom tried to cover my eyes for is when, the the brain sucking scene. Oh yeah. That's the part that's just that. like when his it's like, head deflates and yeah. stuff.
0: That's kind of gross. Yeah.
1: But no, yeah, that's good uh, choice.
0: Yeah, there's, well, yeah, we had we we full disclosure, we had watched it thinking we'd talk about it this time, and then we're like, we have a better idea. Yeah, we're we have a better a topic to use it. Episode. Yeah. Yeah, so but then that means I can recommend it. So there cool. it
1: is. Starship Troopers. I like it we won't be re-watching it because we literally just watched it yeah. but i uh, you out there should give it a watch if you haven't in a while i know i've been like a good decade since i'd watched it no, i'd never seen it, i had so. this one on vhs i didn't have many movies back in the vhs days but i had this one and i fucking wore that tape down <laughs> yeah all right so that's gonna do it for us this week
0: Mm-hmm. till next time take it easy and keep it sleazy
1: Bob Morton because he made a mistake Dicto, Dicto Now it's time to erase the mistake Dicto, Dicto You see I've got this problem I don't like cops Hey cops don't like me Bitches leave Can you fly, Bobby? Dicto, Dicto What is this shit? Dicto, I'm more pro CP Dicto, Dicto And those AP